in spite of all the circumstances, the devil will not steal our joy. Help me turn to somebody and say, hey, the devil will not steal your joy. Come on. You know the Bible says he steals. He came to do what? Steal, kill, destroy. And he's not only stealing like you think physical things or health. He's stealing joy, faith. And I want to start off this morning with Psalm 103 in this part two of Great Reward. Psalm 103 is very powerful to show you all the rewards. And he wants to reward you financially as well. But even before we, we get there, I want to show you all the rewards. Psalm 103. Can you please read this with me out loud? Ready? Read. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Read. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfy your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I mean, this is now God's reward. He is a forgiving God. And I want to help somebody here. There's nothing that God cannot forgive. You know, there's many people, they don't come to church. You know why? The devil lied to them. And he said the following, you are not good enough for the church. But I just want to help you. The church is for everybody. The church is for the sinner. So that the sinner can get saved. Can you say amen? And then when you are saved, you sit under the word and now you get what? Equipped. So that's a lie out of the pit of hell when the devil tells people you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough. Listen, dear friend, you will never be worthy enough. It's only the blood of Jesus that makes us worthy. You know? Why do you go to gym? For those of you who like to go to gym. To get in shape. But did you see most people in gym are out of shape? Why? Because they need the, come on, help me. They need the gym. That's why you go to, oh, now I'm preaching. You come to church, why? You need to get in shape spiritually. And I'm telling you this because many people, many people have this excuse. Now, I'm not good enough for the church. What? Who told you that? And I think sometimes it's just a, an excuse not to come to church. So here are a, a few rewards, and I want you to 
to take this word, Psalm 103. I want you to go and listen to this teaching over and over again. I want you to read this scripture over and over again. In other words, he's a forgiving God. That's a reward. There's many people that are, are yet not forgiven. Did you know that? Jesus paid the price. But there's many people who, are, who haven't received forgiveness yet because they haven't repented yet. You first repent and you say, I'm sorry. Dear Jesus, forgive me. See? And then he forgives you. But yes, the reward, forgiveness is for everybody. So he's a forgiving God. And then he's also a healing God. The Bible says he heals all your diseases. Is there anybody sick here this morning? Anybody watching online? Just lift your hand. Do it now. You're sick. Come on, lift your hand. There's a couple here. So let's just release this word. The Bible says he sent out his word to do what? To heal you. So let's, let me just release this word. Take it now. I release healing over your body, over your family. Come on, take it. You take it by faith as I release it, as I send it to you. You see, when I'm preaching and teaching, I'm sending the word. So receive your healing now. We just come against those sickness and diseases and we're binded in the name of Jesus Christ and we say, be healed now. So he's a rewarding God. He forgives. He heals. Check this out. He redeems. Hmm? And then he says, he crowns. I told you last week, uh, the word crown is really symbolic of what? Of reward. The word crown means really to reward. Last week I've shown you that he's giving us crowns. You will be giving us crowns one day. And then we will be giving those crowns back to him. Now the Bible says he crowns us with what? With love and compassion. Other translation says the goodness of God. So it's okay for you to be blessed. It's not a curse word. Hmm. Pastor Henry, that was a great point. Yeah. Come on, tell your neighbor, it's okay to be blessed. It's, it's all right to be blessed. You know why I'm saying this? Because you get many people, they think to be poor is holy. To be poor is holy. It's a lie out of hell. You cannot contribute anything. You cannot sow. You cannot bless. You cannot bless anybody with nothing if you're poor. We love the poor. Please understand me, right? We bless the poor. We do it all the time. But it's not God's will for you to be poor. It's God's will for you to bless the church. Why would God bless you, sir, if you're not a giver? Why would he crown you, listen to this, with blessing if you are stingy? It means he can't trust you with money. Now I'm preaching. 
So it's God's will for us to be rewarded. When? Now. Last week, in heaven, today, now on earth. Last week I've shown you God will reward us in heaven when you die. That's for only for those who serve the Lord until the end. You know, at most funerals these days, people say stuff like, for everybody, rest in peace. Sounds nice. But there's no peace without Jesus. Pastor, I, I, he's now at a better place. Really? There's no better place without Jesus. In fact, there's a worse place. There's a, there's a terrible place if you didn't serve the Lord. Now, this is the truth that I'm speaking now. There's a place called hell for people who didn't serve the Lord. But we are living in a time where people just want to hear how wonderful they are. But you need to hear the truth. And then the truth will set you free. So there's a heaven for, for, for people who love the Lord. Come on, say amen. Are you on your way to heaven? But there's a hell for those who have rejected the Lord Jesus. So for us who serve the Lord, there will come a rewarding day in heaven. And today I want to show you that he wants to reward you now. So when, when do you need forgiveness? Come on, say now. No. When do you need healing? No. Not in heaven? Why? Come on, talk, talk, talk. Because in heaven there's no sickness. I want to show you how powerful this is. You need forgiveness Come on, say now. now. You need healing? Now. now. You need deliverance? Now. Not in heaven. If, you, if you're going to make heaven, I'm telling you, you're going to be glorified. No sickness. No more trouble. No more diets. And everybody said, Amen. Just imagine a glorified body. That's heaven. But now is now. See, we need money when? Because in heaven, you know, the streets are made from gold. You know, those gold stuff that the girls like so much. We need to give when? Now. Why? So that the church can go on. You know, this whole power crisis I just want to tell you something there's a lot of mismanagement and a lot of corruption in our country bad management bad leadership so God in his, in his mercy listen what I'm prophesying will bless this country with a new government you can, you can mark my words you can write it down he will place somebody there who he can trust that would love everybody. This is not about white or black or brown. Forget about that. Yet, word and spirit, we love everybody. Don't make stuff about, uh, you know, racism. We need leaders who are trustworthy. Even in the church, can you say amen? We need leaders that can be trusted. Not leaders who tell you to eat grass and bunch of rubbish. See? 
We need more integrity. Amen? So I'm telling you now, this whole power crisis, except from the fact that it's really bad management and all the stuff that you can add, I want you to know it's also the enemy that steals. He steals from people. You know, there's a lot of losses. Stuff break. Refrigerators break. Think about it. Power off since one o'clock this morning. And then the power was off last night, eight to ten. I mean, you talk about 18 hours, 20 hours. It's crazy. But now, the Lord said, it's the enemy wants to steal, but you make a decision that he will not steal your joy. He's a liar. He will not steal my joy. Can you say amen? Don't allow him to steal your joy. All right, so all these blessings is for now. Forgiveness, healing. I want you to, to learn from this. This is powerful. Redemption or deliverance. And then the fact that he crowns you with goodness, with love and compassion. And then he satisfy your desires. With good things. Say good things. Open your mouth. Say good things. Open your mouth. Say good things. One more time. Good things. So, how many of you are attracted to good things? Only the givers are. If you're not a giver, you're not attracted in the spirit. You want me to go there? If you're a person that are stingy, you don't sow. You're not attracted to good things. Because the Bible says, whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. You get people, they can't even pay the Lord's tithe. 10%. He could have said 80. He just said 10. So I'm telling you now, I'm attracted to good things, God's favor and grace and mercy and blessing. Can you say amen? Now I'm going to ask you again. How many of you are attracted to good things? Raise your hands. Make sure that you start obeying the word. So that all these blessings can follow your life. And then he says... He will also renew our youth like the eagle. I told the, the people in the first meeting, our people here at Word and Spirit, yeah, they get old. Really? In the 80s, 90s. I mean, look at Uncle John. So God will, will renew your youth. Come on, help me prophesy. Turn to somebody who's more spontaneous and say, Longevity is yours. Come on, longevity is your portion. Don't say stuff like, nah, I don't want to live long. You curse yourself. You know what that is? It's witchcraft. No, pastor, don't pray for me. I don't want to live long, blah, blah, blah. Who told you that? That's the devil. Because the Bible says he satisfies us with long life. 
And I only pray the word. I only speak the word. So if anybody says anything else what the word says, don't take it. So lift your right hand and say, God bless me with a long life. Come on, lift your voice with a long and a good life. Lift your voice with a long, good and healthy life. That's part of his rewards. That's only for those who are in Christ. That's the promises for the Christians, for the, for the children of God. Psalm 103. Now Hebrews eleven six please says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists, read, and that He rewards those, read, who earnestly seek Him. Are you earnestly seek the Lord? Are you a prayer warrior? Hmm? Do you love the word? Do you love his presence? See? Do you love the church? Because if you don't love the church, you're not going to like heaven. That was really good. We get people, they said, I don't like church. No, they love Jesus, they don't like church. What? What are you smoking? Strong weed. The church was Jesus' idea. Come on, it's like his business. How can you tell me you don't like church, but you want to go to heaven? David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Come on, this is a happy place for us. So, he will reward those who earnestly seek him. Matthew 10, 40, please. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. He's speaking to his disciples now. He's speaking to his workers now. One more time. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. You know what? Just the other day, I wanted to pray for somebody. And then the children said, no thank you, don't pray. And the man died two days later, telling you the truth. And so when people don't receive the man of God, the Lord Jesus said, just dust off your feet and move on. But the Bible says, if you receive a man of God and a disciple of him, you receive him. You welcome him. Whoever welcomes, listen to this, a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Selah. Mm, Just calmly think about this now for a moment. And whoever welcomes a righteous person, you see, a child of God, as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. Be very careful how you treat a child of God. 
You, you say, Pastor, everybody. Yeah, everybody, but especially a child of God. Why? Because children of God, come on, are born again, spirit-filled, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Be careful how you treat children of God. Be careful how you treat men of God. Isn't this powerful? We're talking about rewards. Imagine receiving a prophet, a man of God. The Bible says, the Lord Jesus said, you will receive that, his reward as well. Hmm, I love this. And if anyone, listen, Nitschke, gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, you know, Nitschke is our youth leader at the moment, and she's on fire for Jesus. Nitschke, come here, quickly, quickly, quickly. She's also a teacher. She has a revival class at school of a hundred kids. I mean, I'm so proud of her. Come here. And she's bringing me tea every week, not only cold water, but tea. Now the Lord Jesus says, Nitschke, listen. If you bring even a cup of cold water to these ones, that's the disciples of the Lord. Truly I tell you that person will certainly not lose their reward. Thank you. So, what about blessing somebody else with a water or a Coke or a tea? Uh, all the chocolates. I don't need more chocolates. Man, I'm getting so nice and slim now. I don't need, uh, please, and thank God for the chocolates, but my, my, my family, oh, they take it anyway, quickly. My point is, whatever you sow, you shall reap. Everybody just wants to be blessed. Many people on a Sunday, they just come for the food. Why do you speak about this, Pastor so that people can be taught well. God wants your heart. He wants your attitude. It's not about just come, coming and get some food. It's about serving the Lord. What do you give? You say, no, I don't have anything. No, you have. Everybody can give something. I've been to Africa as, as a continent many times. African nations. Poor nations. God help us in Africa. Then you get some of those people, man, they can't even sow nothing like money, but they will bring a chicken or they will bring a stone, but they must give something. Because you don't come to the man of God or to the house of God with empty hands. That's the principle. So, great reward. God rewards who? Those who seek him. How do you seek him? By prayer. By fasting, by reading the word, by worshipping, listen, by serving in the assembly. Let me share something with you. It's actually so personal, but I just feel late to share it. After the first service, my wife came in as I was sitting and praying and I have a cup of tea. And she was started crying. And she prophesied to me. And she said, 
God is going to reward you so much. And now she's crying. And then I cried because the anointing is on me. You know, we are in God's works. All we do every day. And she said, he's going to reward you big time for everything that you do. And she took my hand and it was a, a beautiful moment. I want to tell you that God sees everything that you do. Eto, God is your rewarder. He sees everything that you do. This lady right here works very closely with me for the last 13 years almost. And she's loyal and I just feel late to tell you God sees everything. All these people here, Jonathan, Armand, Bernard, Kaylee, all these helpers, all these volunteers, everybody here, Yvonne, there's so many volunteers here. God sees everything. Pastor Yapi, God sees everything. I tell you now, He will reward those who seek Him. You will know, brother, if you seek the Lord or not. If you are involved or not. It's yay or nay. Don't make excuses. Let's talk real. Let's be real this morning. Many people just want to get blessed. You see, it's now quiet. But there's many other people that are serving all the time. In heaven, how do you think heaven is going to be? You just sit and everybody else serving you. I didn't plan this. This is the Holy Spirit. I want to help you. You see how wonderful God speaks through me. To start serving now. Come on, turn to somebody and say, He's speaking to you now. He's speaking to you. Start serving now. Amen? Start giving now. Why? Because God is our rewarder. Hmm? Let me give you another verse that will get you so excited. Mark 10. I love this. Then Peter spoke up. We have left everything to follow you. Please remember, he was a businessman. He was a fisherman. And then when the Lord called him, he first did a miracle because Peter tried to fish the whole night and there was nothing. And then the Lord came to the shore and said, hey, throw your net to the other side. And it was like, what are you saying? Who is this guy? I was working the whole night. You know, fishermen, hey, they are rough, man. And then he said, Lord, but because you say so, because, because of your word, I will do it. And then he did that. And then a miracle took place. And, 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 and the Bible says there were so many fish that the boats, I mean, were sinking and, and, and the nets couldn't even handle all the fish. And then Jesus said, follow me. You see, he knew how to work with Peter. And then he said, Peter, I will make you a fisher of what? Of men. Now, this is the context. Now he said, Lord, we, we, we have left everything for you. What about us now? I mean, he left his business. How many of you left your business just like that? No. How many of you did? 
So this is very profound. There are many people who are going through big sacrifices, who are paying really prices. Talk to pastors, they will tell you. Prices, sacrifices for the work of God, for the church, for the gospel. Now, listen to his words, Jesus speaking. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has lived home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel, listen, will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. I'm not talking now about heaven. I'm talking now about now. Say with me, now. And then he says, a hundred times now, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields. And then this is what you must understand as well, along with persecutions. That's why not everybody can be a man of God, because not everybody can take the persecution. You get many Christians, people just say something to them and then they sit in a hole and they are depressed. Shame. No man. Children of God don't take offense. We don't take offense. Never. No. We don't have time to sit in a hole and to feel depressed. No. God's work must, must go on. Can you say amen? So, there will be persecution for those who really give, for those who really love the Lord. In fact, the Bible says. But this is beautiful. So sometimes there's prices, and Jesus says, but I will reward them. God will reward them. A hundred times more in this age. How many of you can do with a hundredfold harvest? How many of you are really givers? How many of you are tithers here? Let me see. You see, if you're not a tither, how can you say, Lord, bless me? No, you've got to get to a place where you obey the word. But God says, I want to reward my people a hundred times. I want you to shout this out. Say, a hundred times. Now this, wow, that word went now. This word is for people who are obedient. This is powerful stuff. Write this down. God always reward three things. Number one, faith. If you want to be rewarded, do this. Faith, faith in Him. The way you pray, the way you seek Him, the way you handle people, the way you serve Him, by faith. You walk by faith. In spite of persecution, in spite of criticism, you keep on walking. How? Only by faith. Because if you lose your faith, you will lose your life. The one thing that the devil is after in your life is not, not money or titles. No, no, no. Is your faith. If you lose your faith, you're going to turn your back on God. And then you're going to say, where's God now? Why did you do this? People are sitting at home. And they're blaming God. 
You know why? Because they lost their faith. The Apostle Paul says to his son just before he died, it's almost time for me to go now. I want you to know I've kept the faith. So, God rewards three things. This is not Google 2 verse 4. This is what he spoke to me. Faith, say this with me. Faith, Faith. obedience, Obedience. faithfulness. One more time. Faith, Faith. obedience, Obedience. faithfulness. He will only reward that. And I want to pray for you. You know who you are. That God will reward you. And those people who are not faithful, that they will get faithful. Can you stand with me, please? So, Father, we thank you for this wonderful teaching. Thank you for the equipping of the saints. Thank you that your word wash our minds. And, Lord, I pray especially now for people who've been faithful, for people who've been obedient, that you will reward them in a powerful way. I pray that you will open the windows of heaven. Yes, I pray that you will open doors. I pray that you will provide new jobs. I pray that you will heal and deliver. I pray, dear Jesus, that you will touch your people. Thank you for your grace. Thank you that your mercies are new every morning. And Father, we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, clap for him. Give him praise. Come on, give him the glory. Turn to your neighbor and say, get ready for your reward. Get ready, get ready, get ready for your reward. Get ready for your reward. Come on. Take your seat. Let's take up our morning offering. Let's bless the work of God. Uh, As I told the Afrikaans people, I want to tell you as well. Um... Give as the Lord lays it upon your heart. We're running the generator. It's so much extra money. Give. And I'm not talking about your tithe. That's not optional. Listen, the tithe is not optional. I'm the first one giving the tithe. Thereafter, you you sow, you give. And then we also want to bless people like we always do, the poor even in this wonderful time of the year. So you can take a photo here. You can do EFTs as well. And just do as the Lord lays upon your heart. God bless you. Thank you, everybody.